Hola, hola. Hola, ¿cómo están? Bien, bien, bienvenidos a Dualidad Podcast. Yo soy Esme. Y yo soy Magali. Y bienvenidos. Bienvenidos. Siempre, siempre. Bueno, amiga, ¿cómo estás? Todo bien, todo bien. Ahora mejor que, la verdad, mejor que nunca. Y she literally did a, a hair flip. Like, she was like, better than ever. Better than ever. ¿Y tú? Honestamente también andamos, andamos al 100. Andamos al 100. Es muy pasadito. Eh, ¿qué tal? 110. <risa> Oye, amiga, siento como que fue hace una semana que grabamos, pero no, fue el viernes. Fue el viernes, grabamos el viernes y ahora es lunes. Un lunes de fallas, pero buenas fallas. Sí, un lunes de fallas. Nos cancelaron ahora la cita, pero... Eh, ¿Cuál cita, amiga? Eh, no, no, la cita de, de la librería, hay uno que va a la, a la biblioteca. Librería. No, so we, we found a new setup for our recording episodes. Uh, and we were really excited for it. And then last minute, they canceled our, our appointment. Así que aquí. So we, we're back. We're back to a normal setup. <laughs> we're back. Uh, pero creo que se escucha bien. Honestly, y'all, if y'all listen to the previous episode, our audio keeps getting better and better. So I hope y'all been enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. And if you haven't gone to the fourth episode where we talked about yeah. the pandemic and how it changed us and toda la cosa, toda la cosa loca. But yeah, today we have a really fun episode. We do. I'm excited. We're already going to know by the name, but <laughs> we're going to be talking about, we're going to have a little comadreando moment. We literally have our coffees sí. and we're going to have a little <laughs> TMI girl talk. Woo. I feel like the girl talk that I never got. See, I feel like the girl talk that, yeah, like that I never got growing up, but I truly desperately needed. I still do. I still do. Sí. Así que aquí. But before we start, let's jump into our icebreaker of the day. We also have one. Um, do you want to share what our icebreaker is? Yes. FMK. Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> We're literally like elementary school kids. We are. <laughs> We're playing house. <laughs> We're play Amigos, les tenemos algo aquí. We made our list of like people we like. And what the other ones like, and we're gonna choose from the list and go on about our days and judge each other's choices. Porque están buenas, están buenas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Así que comenzamos. Okay. Lista. Lista. Aquí tengo los de Esme. Primera. Okay. Primeras tres opciones. Harry Styles. Love my life. Gael García. <laughs> y Same. Oh, oh, girl. No, yeah, this is hard. Okay, I have to. Okay, I think. Oh, that's hard. I mean, okay, you know what? I would marry Gael Garcia. Gael. Oh, interesting. He's husband material. He like, is. I could see him with my children. You know, see. Oh. Oh. I feel like he's like a social justice bone as well. So, like. We would be a it adds to it. Oh, eh. And he's Mexican, so, you know, everything we need. Se lo presentas a la mamá, Se con gusto. Se lo presentas He is a little old, but we love... A... <laughs> <laughs> we love an older man. We love an older man. Um, I think I would kill... No, I'll leave kill for last. Should I leave kill for last? No, a ver. No, I mean, you're going to know regardless. I think I would kill Zane. Yeah, I, I figured. Yeah, I don't think our personalities would match. Me and Zane, like, he's hot, beautiful, but no. No. And then I, I would definitely have a one-night stand. With Ooh, Harry Styles. Styles. Yeah, I think mm. it'd be a good one. Even though I'd like to see him again, maybe, maybe you know, <laughs> or Pat's benefits. Hey. Maybe he'd write a song about me, like Carolina. Ah, you know, who knows? One who can knows? dream. <laughs> 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 ahí, ahí sí le Esme. Yes, I mean. That would have been. That, would, uh, that actually sounds really cute. For Mr. Harry. <laughs> Harry, if you're listening, hit me up. <laughs> hit my line. <laughs> hit my line. 
Okay, amiga. You're up next. Okay. Corre y se va con Oscar Isaac. Uh-huh. Alejandro Spitzel. Ooh, stop. Or and Papi Rap. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I would immediately kill Raúl. <gasps> really? Yeah. No thoughts. No thoughts. Uh, actually, wait. Oh no, I just really actually thought about it. Yo, because Oscar Isaac, man of my dreams, perfect Latino. He is short though. Short king. Short king, but he's like absolutely gorgeous. So is Raúl. Short king energy. Um. <laughs> Honestly, why do I like short? Wait, now I'm realizing my list and this is short kings. But regardless, we're gonna move past <laughs> Oscar Isaac, dude. No, he's I think too old for me now. How old is he? You know. Let's see. Uh, no, he's too old for sure. <laughs> she said, "I'm not into. I'm not into older men." <laughs> no, but like he's 42. That's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Let me check how much. <laughs> Girl, he's 42. Okay, because Gael Garcia is 42 as well. <laughs> and I would marry him. Wait, no, I don't know. Girl, con años bien experiencia. Es que Alejandro, he's husband material for me, like, now, in my current life. Yeah. They're both so, like, I feel like, como similares. They're both very, like, los dos son actores, son buena gente, latinos. Uh, you know what? This is hard because... Now that I think about it, I'm looking at Guy Garcia's pictures currently, and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Se le fue el encanto. Se le encantan las películas. Ya se le fue. No, Oscar Isaac still got it. Let me be real. <laughs> Así que I think I would, uh, and Rao is just like, you know, he's got something. Así que... <laughs> I feel like Oscar Isaac is husband material, but so is Alejandro, and I would go for. I'm gonna say marry Alejandro. Yeah, that's a good one. I would marry Alejandro Sprite Spitzer. Um, I really don't want to kill Oscar because he's like literally the man of my dreams. But also, <laughs> between Raúl killing him, yeah, I would I would respectfully kill Oscar Isaac. Respectfully. Respectfully, and then F Raúl, because like men's got appeal, appeal. Así <laughs> que, yeah. Oh my gosh, I yeah. I think that's my final answer. Final answer. Okay, locked in. Locked in. Lista. Los tíos están no. Lista. Lista. Te pongo también Alejandro Spitzer. Oof. Just cut that out. Zac Efron? No, stop because stop. <laughs> These are all childhood crushes. They run deep. They run deep. Y Diego Boneta. Diego. Oh, Diego tan lindo. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Pensemoslo. Pensemos. Seamos analíticas. Analíticas. This is bad because childhood crushes. Girl, they run deep. They run deep. Así que, piénsale bien, eh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Que te juzgo. I have two Mexican kings, which is, definitely need to marry one of them. Um, I would... ¿Cuántos años tiene Diego Boneta? Diego Boneta, como 25, tal vez. Okay, okay. Ah, okay. Within the range. Sí, ¿no? Sí, sí, sí. ¿Es he that old? Age... 30. No, uh, what? Wait, he looks so young. He looks younger. Oh, I just saw the picture of him pop up with all the muscles. Mm. <laughs> Carito de ángel, cuerpo de. Eh, quieta. Amiga, <laughs> okay. Okay. amiga. Siento que. Siento que definitivamente me caso con Alejandro. Me no, caso. Igual. Es el hombre de mis sueños. Sí. Es artsy, la barbita, el colorcito acá medio mediterráneo. Mediter y tiene su restaurante mediterráneo. Oh, está alto. He helps out. A girl. And he's like. He's perfect. He's literally my dream man también. Yeah. 
My dream man. Yeah. Moment of silence for Alejandro Spitzer. Moment of silence. But anyways, and then I I want to say I think I would f Zach. Mm, yeah, no, I understand. Wait, because have you seen him recently? Girl, he looks so good. also he has beautiful eyes, and I could be looking into his eyes. I think I, would I don't trust men with blue eyes. Let me be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be honest. Now, how much he said? Oh, he's thirty-four. Oh, really? I feel like he gets cuter with age, but like, no, I can't trust a man with blue eyes. Let me be real. Why? They? He's psycho. Yeah. Yo, honestly, his white hair was really good on him. The, the blonde? blonde? Like, the white. The oh, blonde. the silver? Silver, yeah. Silver fox. He looks good. Anyways, yeah, that's my final answer. Oh, okay. Bye-bye, Diego. Oh. Love you. I was Especially rooting for Miguel. Diego. What a character. What, what a character. Honestamente, sí. Judging, yeah, no. <laughs> Respectfully, Diego Boneta está bien. Bien guapo. <laughs> if you don't, if you want to kill him, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> no, cierto, pero ok. Ok, amiga. So, próximo. Oye, ¿podemos reciclar personajes? Sí, ¿no? O ya los matamos. Nah, no, 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 reciclamos. Nah. Sí, a ver, a ver, dale. Ok, amiga. Échamela. El segundo round va a ser Aaron Díaz. Uh, ok. Único, Aaron Díaz. El segundo es Bruno Mars. Uh. Otro de Childhood. <risa> <risa> y el tercero. El tercero, amiga. Te lo voy a hacer difícil y te voy a reciclar a tu marido Alejandro Spitter. Uh, ah, amiga. <laughs> ¿Qué tal? Ok, Aaron Díaz. ¿Does he have blue eyes? I don't think about it. No. Ok, no, no tiene sus ojos bien cafecitos. Está bien guapo, Aaron. He reminds you like a Zane. Yeah, like a Hispanic <laughs> Zane, sí. Ah, ok. Bruno, Bruno Mars, Aaron Díaz y mi esposo Alejandro. Oh, Aaron Díaz is six foot. <laughs> Wait, are you big on height? You know what? No. Like, I've never dated someone that's like six foot, you know, like super tall. I've dated tall men. I do prefer a taller than like on the shorter side. Taller than you. Yeah, taller than me. Has to be. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mi familia Carrillo, I've never been into like height mm -hmm. but he does have to be taller than me at least yeah and it's easy to be taller than me i'm 5'1 exactly. <laughs> so respectfully if you're not 5'5 five five or like above <laughs> that's on you <laughs> i mean because i just saw a picture of him in his abs and i'm looking i'm respectfully looking at it right now to make a decision <laughs> <laughs> okay the thing is that cuando se me interesa I'm in love with Enamora him. Todos. Me enamoré. Me enamoré. <laughs> He's like... The thing is, me enamoro de los personajes. But is that him in real life? Ooh. Ooh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I have this perception that he's like this sweet, like... Oh, he has kids. Never mind. That, okay, oh. well, we'll kill him. <laughs> he's the sexiest dad on Instagram. And I think... Let me see. We're not wrong. Like, look at his curly hair. Oh, stop. He's 39 and he doesn't look wow. good. Wow. Well, no, he's hot. He's hot. Oh, no. Pásamelo si no lo quieres. I would absolutely marry Alejandro Sprite porque sí. Perfect man. Perfect man. Epitome of perfect, I feel. Perfect husband. Also, have you seen how he helps out in his restaurant? Like, anda de, de, de mesero. Oh, amiga, no. He's a humble guy. He's a humble guy. Me hace algo, la verdad. And then he posts, like, poems on his story, and I read them. Me? <laughs> he loves He loves to read. And he, like, also embraces his Mexican culture. Like, the other sí. day, he was in, like, where are they, in Spain? Algo así. Y trajo tamales sí. for the whole crew. Like, Les dio tamales a la crew. And they're, like... They were a very wet crew, and I just appreciated that so much. Porque bien ricos que se miraban también de los menos buenos. Así que, marry him. I don't have a soft spot for men like that. Ah, same here. Así que, yeah. Marrying Alejandro. Bruno is a talented man. A very, very talented man. Every song he picks out, beautiful. Así que, oh, girl, I don't know. I think... Aronia is being a dad is making me so soft that I don't even want to F him. I, I shall kill him. Oh my gosh. But isn't Bruno Mars also a dad? I don't know. Is he? Maybe. 
He's old. He's old. I don't think he's a dad though. He's very. I feel like. I feel like Bruno is for the streets, low key. You think so? Yeah. I feel like that's the the perception we have of him, but I don't know if that's that? Google. <laughs> Let's see. Does he have kids? No, he doesn't. Exactly. He's for the streets. And all his music is is very for the streets vibes. That's very... Así que we're effing him. <laughs> In killing Aaron Diaz por buena gente porque es papá. I respect that. Humbly. I do not find Bruno Mars attractive, but hey, I respect your decision. He's a talented. And <clears> he's talented. Imagine... No, because that'd be 24 karat girl. 24 karat magic. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> you mean because I've thought of, this. <laughs> of that song. No, but see, what Respectfully, I'll be a trophy wife to Bruno. Yo, honestly, being a trophy wife does not seem like a bad idea at this point. No, me neither. No, I'd absolutely be a trophy wife. Girl, it looks so comfy. I, I take that over working every day. Girl, honestly, like. Especially because I've been babysitting in, in the Rome's area. <laughs> like, the moms spend their day in like the Pilates class and then like go to Whole Foods and like buy groceries and then just go pick up their kids and then take them around to their soccer practices. And stuff. It's literally all the vibes. And then they go at home, put their kids to sleep and drink a glass of wine. Yeah. Isn't that lovely? <clears throat> like, honestly, that's who I want to be. I I respectfully don't want kids, but... I just want to be there and look pretty. And, like, yeah. I, I, I want to work on my own stuff and have the time to do so and, like, resources to do so. So I, like, be a trophy wife for sure. I'd be like, yes. I mean, yeah, we got to go go out and find a, a, a rich husband. A rich husband. Con papeles, porque... Sí. También uno que no. Obvio, amiga. El paquete completo. Esperate, que dije. All right. Question to start off our TMI Girl Talk talk yes. today. When did you start your period? I was a late, a late bloomer. A late bloomer. No way. Yeah, I didn't start until like maybe seventh, eighth grade. I love that for you. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even know. Honest, honestamente, mi mamá tampoco nunca me dijo. Me dijo la escuela. Y es que nos dieron la clase y in todo. In fifth grade. In fifth when grade. When they separated us. Yeah, when they separated us. And I was like, no, but was like, see. And I know a lot of girls got it during fifth grade. Yeah. But, but I always waited. And I was like, maybe, like, <laughs> no sé qué. Maybe my body's not there yet. And it wasn't it, until, like, seventh, eighth grade. Así que si tú. Yo empecé the summer after fifth grade, literally oh, that summer. Wow, yeah. wow. Yeah, like right after the talk, I was like, all right. Whoa. But in my class, because we were in different classes at that point, one of the girls had gotten it. And I remember I was being like, like super excited to get it. Like it was like, I want to get it now. Like, sí. You know what I mean? Like, it made you like it was like proving your womanhood, I guess. See, see, see. It made you a grown, a grown gal. Yeah, like a big girl. Like I'm going to middle school and now I have my period. Yeah. Um, but when I got it, and you tell me about your experience as well. But the, when I got it, it was the worst possible time to get it because, like, I don't know about you, but I didn't have open. I don't have open open communication with my mother. No, neither do I. Not like that, I guess. No, not like that. And she like never told me about periods. Truly never told me. Like, Neither, no, mi mamá tampoco. I didn't even know how to use a pad. No, same. The girls that have been babysitting nowadays, like their moms are prepared. And I'm like, mm, wish would have, that would have been me. But it was the summer and I was in Mexico. I was with my house in Mexico. Oh my gosh. Yo en el mercado, amiga. Stop. Yeah. And I went to the restroom. <laughs> and I oh, like, yeah. you know, I was feeling weird the whole day. Like, mm-hmm. He, like slipping and sliding see, <laughs> ew, you know? see. and then i go and i see like it wasn't even it wasn't blood it was like dark like pre yeah yeah, yeah i was like i don't know like your body shedding yeah, yeah, yeah i know yeah. what you mean and i was ¿Qué pasó? <laughs> i was so confused amiga because it did not look what i the what the talk had yeah, because it's like you're gonna bleed out. Yeah, and I was so confused. And then, like, I I remember like wrapped toilet paper on my on my underwear. See, sí. and then and then I like went about my day. I didn't tell my mom because I was too embarrassed. Like, yeah. I didn't know how to initiate that conversation with my mother when like 
it's natural. Yeah, I, I should have. I wish my mom had been more open, open about with, it. Yeah, and she so would. I was like, I was literally so nervous on how to tell her. Like, I felt like I was, I don't know. I, I didn't, I don't, I didn't know how to tell her. Oh my so gosh. I went the whole day without telling her, and then until like nighttime, I was like, <laughs> and I told her, and she like gave me a pad and stuff, and then. I don't know if this happened to you. Tell me if this happened to you. But my whole family, because I was with my tias and everyone. Sí, sí, and so sí. my mom, the next day I wake up and my tia was like, ¿Cómo estás? ¿Necesitas algo? ¿Quieres un calito de pollo? Oh. And I was like, you told everyone. <laughs> Dude, okay, wait, I hate, I hate that. I don't know if this is a Latina mom thing, but like you tell them something and they betray your trust like so early on because they tell everybody they and tell their mama like fast, like quick, like quick. Como si algo te pasa, everybody knows about it. Yeah, todo, ya te lo sabe todo el mundo. Sí, ya lo sabe todo el mundo. And then they, everyone was like, don't tell anyone you got your period. Don't tell anyone. See, see. Sí, sí. like, why? Wait, why is that a thing? I don't know. Maybe like because they don't want men to know that. I feel like maybe rape culture. I think so, but like, how does that tie That's in? Insane. How does that tie in with like? You can because your know. hormones are altered. I don't know. That's insane to me. Because a mí me igual like they were like no no le digas a nadie like no they were like no le digas a nadie ni en la escuela ni nada. Sí sí. Okay. Oh no. But like all my friends had told me, so I was like I was like conflicted, you know. I was like, but when my friends got it, like everyone was just everyone knew. Yeah, I don't know what that. Like my friend even like was like, "You guys want to come look at the toilet?" I don't know that. I know it has. I feel like men. It has to do with just men knowing that you got your period. Yeah. Pero no entiendo. No entiendo. I I feel like it's and that's when we begin to be ashamed of ourselves. Yeah. I feel like that's the beginning of it because you're like, oh, like this is gross. That, that's why we think periods are gross. Yeah. Because moms are like, no le digas a nadie. And, and like, they don't have this open, open and honest conversation for you to be like, hey, mom, I got my period. It's like, oh, you have to hide it and then like tell her and then it's going to be gross and like, ew. Y así empieza la cosa. Porque I remember my period story. I was in. Seventh grade, Clifton Middle School. Y entonces, you know, our uniform was khaki and whatever um, shirt. So worst possible outfit for a girl in her period. Yeah. And I remember I was, you know, yo no sabía. La verdad, yo ni sabía que me había llegado hasta que... Uh, you know how they don't let you go to the restrooms and stuff like that when you're in school? I don't know why, but like, te tienes que aguantar. Entonces, yo iba caminando y un muchacho um, asked, I think he asked me, hey, are you on your period? And I was like, no, why? Y era porque estaba completamente manchada, amiga. Amiga, no. It was insane. And then for the rest of the day, like, it was so embarrassing. First of all, because I've been walking like that. Y segundo, porque no traía nada, no traía nada para protegerme, no sabía qué hacer. And it was just so, like, embarrassing. It was just embarrassing. Y después fui a la, a la you know, your gym. Y me dieron, like, you know, hygiene products. Y ya, yeah, like, I didn't know how to use it. I was like, well, how do you use it? Yo le dejé el plástico, amiga. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, it's on the meaning wrapped. Yeah. I left that on there and I just held on to like, así para que se pusiera. I was like, sweetie, no. Yo, it was so bad because I've never had to talk. Like, I literally. So you were walking around like, crispy. Yeah, like crunching. The little wrapper. Como si tuviera chetos por allá abajo. But I mean, I literally did not know how to use it. I thought that was probably like. <laughs> I really did not. <laughs> you know what I thought it was? Pensé que era como para cuando ya la acabas de usar, you wrap it up in there. Like, you know, double purpose. This was incredible. I mean, you know what I thought before before I had to, um, before I used one, I thought pads were 
adult diapers. Like if you no, had- me too. No, and that's because my mom, my parents told me that. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was a very curious kid and I would always ask questions. And I was like, Mami, ¿qué es esto? She was like, no, pues pampers para los adultos. And I was like, okay. <laughs> no, just had up because the other day I was, at, I was babysitting this little girl. We were at the restroom, a public restroom. She grabs like a whole bunch of pads and she goes into her. I didn't notice this. And then she's like, Hey, I need help! <laughs> I find her in the with a whole bunch of passive tampons, and she's like, what are these for? Mm-mm. Girl, girl, I was this close to telling her it was for like, <laughs> <laughs> you. <know, you. laughs> I was like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to this child. So I just told her that it was for later on in life. Oh, I'm not be, I'm, not, I'm not her mother. I'm yeah, not, you're not her mother. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, amiga, sí. So... <laughs> Me mintieron, amiga. Me mintieron, me mintieron. Y pues, that day, I, I'm grateful I had gym class. Mm-hmm. So then I just spent the des- rest of the day in my gym clothes. But it was so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. And then from then on, I was like ashamed of having a period. I was like, ew, this is the grossest thing possible. Porque it was just embarrassing, an embarrassing story. And like, even asking for feminine products nah. was embarrassing. Like, yeah. It was like, ew. You know what's insane, though? I think it all falls back to, like, the way we did it. We do it. Like, the way that it was taught in school. Like, the boys went to the secret room. And the girls were kept in this other secret room. Mm -hmm. And, like, once everyone, like, came out of their secret rooms, it was like, what did you talk about? What did you talk about? And, like, everyone had the curiosity. So, why not? Might as well just make the conversation open for everyone. Like, men still got to know about periods. Because it also affects them. You know? Like. It's such a stigma. Yeah, I feel like... It's stigmatized since the very beginning. It's stigmatized since the very beginning. And so that's why we grow to be like, ew. You know, like, it's gross. And so do, especially the little boys, or like, even men now. Even men think it's gross. And I'm like, grow up. Girl, yes. A lot of men think periods are gross. And I'm like, it's natural for our bodies to do that. You see, that's why we need open and honest communication mm-hmm. and for everyone and this goes beyond like well this is actually primarily on bodies but also like sex and stuff we need the, the open communication for everyone we need information for everyone yes because even then i feel like okay sex for men is not as stigmatized as sex for women no because then we are viewed as like you know if you are open with it you're like pretty much you're slut shamed actually and it's very dirty like you're a dirty woman and like you're this and that and it's it starts at periods i feel mm-hmm. and then it just continues and stigmatizes and like just makes us feel gross for being open about our bodily functions yeah when it's supposed to be normal it is normal and it doesn't make sense it baffles me actually it, yeah it's insane to think that Wait, so then after your, after like your day, did you go home and tell your mom? Um, oh, I, yeah, because she asked me, why are you in your gym clothes? And I was like, I had a little accident. And I didn't know how to go about it because, yeah. you know, you're supposed to be, she's supposed to be the mom. Like, yeah. you're, she's supposed to be open about it. But I feel like that's a Latina thing. I don't know. I hope not. But it's just everything's gross. So I was like, mom, yeah, I had this and this and this. And she's like, oh, okay just use the the pads that's it and i was like okay but like i still didn't know how to use them <laughs> so like i had to learn the hard way and like how to dispose of them like i didn't know anything like yeah. anything at all so i was just like okay whatever and i had to figure it out on my own still but like she knew oh girl the the good thing about me getting into mexico is that i was with my older cousins okay and one of them was like she sat down with me and she was like this is how you do things and like this is what this is for and i'm actually really grateful for her because like she yep. told me how to put it on and like what it was for and, like she was like unas tienen alas otras no <laughs> like, and sí. and i was like oh <laughs> like getting the whole talk from wow. her other than from my mom so i think that took away some of the stigma some yeah. of the, like fear but at the same time i feel like even in like the woman culture of like your family i feel like that's still at least for me like the conversation's still not as open no igual i feel like uh 
and it's not on us to open the conversation for and space for our parents it's, just, it, it's on them for like not creating a safe space for us to just express that pero igual i i don't have an open conversation like that with my my parents even and i think it got better as like you know i have two other sisters it got better with them mm-hmm. but regardless it's still like very shut down and stigmatized yeah yeah it's insane it's insane but even like a lot of the things like like how abnormal your period can be or like see or like your flow or you know i had a period where like i wasn't getting my period for like this actually happened like last year last year yeah last year where i wasn't getting my period for like months and i was beyond scared and to this point i was what 21 22 Uh i was so scared to like tell my mom because she would have assumed she would have assumed oh, no. yeah and so i didn't tell her and i was like oh, over here living in fear and then even beyond that like like utis and like yeast infections oh girl i have stories with those things girl igual and i i never knew actually this happened recently that <laughs> i got a uti but like <laughs> it was just random porque i've never had like relationships or anything like that and so I got a UTI and I was like scared and I didn't tell my mom like era todo un show y estaba trabajando yo mm-hmm. así que literal I couldn't walk I couldn't walk yeah. you were going to school I remember this I went to school I went to work and I literally couldn't take it that I was like mid 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 shift actually and I was like hey I have to go like I couldn't even breathe and then I remember my my pee was full of blood. And I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, like I'm, I'm dying. I didn't know it was a UTI. I oh was like, God. literally, I'm literally dying. And so I, there was a clinic by where I worked, and I was like, no matter how expensive this is, I'm gonna go and like, me va, me van a dar algo porque me estoy muriendo. <laughs> so I'm sitting there with the the most pain in my, my everything, and they did tests. No, they were like doing tests, and they were like, are you sexually active? And I was like, no, 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 like. <laughs> no why would i get uti um and so they were like you know they were like no they're actually very common and they happen because of this like this and that and i was like oh i thought it was only like you know me in my 20s not knowing that a uti was cost you more than than just having intercourse yeah i just thought it was because of that and i was like ¿Qué está pasando? like what the heck and so i got my medicine and i felt better within like <laughs> three days but it was insane i was it was a struggle. Yeah. Así que. No, and it's so painful. And it's so painful to have to suffer alone. Like you said, like, see, I, I had a recurring yeast infection for months. Uh, no. Months. It was the most painful, terrifying time of my life. And I, no se lo deseo a ninguna mujer del mundo. No, no se lo deseo a ninguna mujer del mundo. Like, that was bad. But. In all my suffering, I was suffering and I was like struggling, but in ningún momento me dieron ganas de decirle a mi mamá. No, igual. Or like with my family. Because I just knew I was going to be stigmatized. I was going to be like attacked. I was going to be like assuming things. And- See, I, I actually ended up, ended up telling my mom because it was that bad. And she was like, she assumed. And I was like, girl, I've never once talked to a man like that. <laughs> Why are you assuming? Uh but she was like, oh, okay, like, whatever. Uh, but it's so stigmatized. It's like, so I get it. I wouldn't and it's just because we have to suffer alone. We have to suffer alone. And oh, yeah. you learn all these things about your body that you have to discover on your own. Porque nadie te las dijo. Nadie te las dice. Like, abnormal periods are normal when then you're first starting. You're like, you know, when you, there's something wrong with your body. But nobody tells you that. Yeah, or like when you're super stressed. When you're super stressed, your hormonal imbalance, todo eso. Mm-hmm. And then I was also reading, nobody like, uh, I follow like women on TikTok that talk about these things. Mm-hmm. And reading how your productivity is based on your period. And yeah, like your cycle. Your cycle, yeah. And I never thought about it. Like, this is when your uh, when your energy is the highest, and then these days are when your energy is the lowest, and these are when you're like not gonna be able to do anything. 
And it sucks that the world is not built for us. No, literally our energy ebbs and flows so much, like on a constant, like See. probably every like three days. Yeah. And the way that we're, that we're expected to function normally and to the same like level men. of everything while men don't do not have to face any of this yeah and, and, and then still we get like atacadas you like ah, oh, she's on her period like she's moody because of her period like girl if a man honestly i hate i hate anyone and woman included anyone included when they ask if you're angry because of your period oh. that just throws me into some like anger that i cannot even explain because most of the times i'm just an angry person like Am I not allowed to be angry when I am not on my period or something? Like, it's just a stupid question. It's so stupid. And it just throws me into a frenzy. No, yeah. But, yeah, it's insane. Like, I think also along with that, like, period tracking. Like, honestly, no one tells you, yeah, like, that, like, when you're ovulating, I think your energy is higher. See. Whatever, the, the, the different cycles and that, you know, maybe when you're on your period, you should actually take some time to take care of yourself. Yeah. You know, like we need to normalize that. Yeah, like if you need to lay down and just like do nothing, then do nothing. Because you... at, at least for me, like especially in school, it was always like, no, you got to keep going. There's See? no way you can stop. There's no way you can stop. I feel like within the everyday life, even at work, you could be having like the worst time of your life, especially about cramps. I've never had cramps before, but like this, these past, actually this past like year, mm-hmm. they just got super, super bad. And like, I've never felt felt pain like that before. Girl, and I was learning that you're not supposed to have bad cramps. Like that's a sign of hormonal imbalances mm-hmm. and that's a sign that something's not okay. But we've normalized cramps as well. Yeah. We've normalized cramps. Wow. And it's insane to me. When I was younger, I literally, like, my first, like, probably, like, 10 years of periods, I can't believe we get a period every single week. Month. Month. Like, that's sort of, like, anyways. Um, I would never get cramps. I didn't know what a cramp was. I literally, I wanted to be one of those girls that was like, oh, my period, I have cramps. Like, you know how, like, see, oh, see. the cool thing to do. No, I don't know. Like, you know, I was like, And I didn't know what a cramp was. Like, I never got one. And then college came around, which also was a period where I had like super bad cystic acne. That acne it was painful. It was ugly. It was bad. Um, and I started getting really bad periods. And it's until now that I think about it in, in retrospect, my hormones were completely imbalanced. I was under stress. high stress. Yeah. And all of that was being affected. My periods were irregular. I was having horrible cramps. I was having cystic acne and like, the thing is, also, like, I would go to the doctor. I, I literally went to a gyno. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is wrong with me? And she would, like, say nothing. Nothing. My face is red, salpullida, irritated. I'm not getting my period. I'm having horrible pain. And you're going to tell me it's nothing? Girl, like, uh-uh. it's insane to me. It's honestly insane to me how, like, were they medicine- a woman? Yeah, they were a woman. Oh. I actually love my clinic, but, like, in that regard they were like no it's nothing like your hormone levels are are fine and you know it's those things that frustrate you as a woman and you find no solution from no one and then you gotta like figure out your own for me it's been more like open figure out on my own and like the way my diet and like what i eat and stuff honestly for me holistic practices like more like herbal natural medicine Mm -hmm. Help. helps me more like i bought some medicine in mexico not medicine like supplements and that's been helping me it's i'm regulated i don't get acne that much anymore and i'm like es es cosa que, you know i don't know like medicine has seemed like that's like the high and like sí. worthy thing in the u.s and like mm-hmm. it's trash because something de mexico del mercado me ayudó más exactly Exactamente. And I feel like you know your body best and I hate when like um your physicians don't don't like actually follow through with that. Because you're like something's wrong with my body. I know my body and then they're like, "Nope, nada." It's and also like it's like physically there. Like you can see you can see it. My body. Girl, uh-uh. I feel like the the medical system in the US sucks. Y sí, igualmente una cosa de México también yo con mi con mi estómago, mi abuela me mandó unas pastillas y yeah. 
y ya, perfecta, perfecta, compuesta. compuesta. No, ya, yeah. I honestly, I, I'm such a believer in like, like plant medicine. Igual. I love it. I hate taking actual like Me medicine. Too. I hate taking like drugs, drugs, drugs. Me too. I'll do anything. I'll, I literally on the verge of dying before I take medicine. Same. Mis tests before anything. Sí, los tests, todo. Porque sí, igual. I feel like, especially corporate America is just so about making money that I don't trust medicine like that. Yeah. I know sometimes it's the last re resort, pero no. No. No, no, no. no. Me ponen más loca de lo que ya estoy. Sí, sí, no, sí, cierto. So I, I just don't. Pero sí, I feel like uh, it sucks that we as women have to go through this. Um, and I'm sure it's a very like common thing for your parents not to be so open about that. And for you to have to figure it out. And it just sucks it's because hard. you're alone and you're alone in all these things. And like nobody's there to help you, guide you, tell you what you need, what you don't. Yeah. No, but you have us. Yeah, we have, you have, we have each other. We have each other. I think that's it's so beautiful and empowering. Like sisterhood, friendships, like friendships. is so powerful yeah. in like in figuring this out. I, whenever I went to Italy um, mm -hmm. for study abroad, I had the the best girlfriends that I could ever ask for, mm. and during that trip, we literally we were like on the train ride on the train ride back to our, mm -hmm. our, our home. Um, and we started talking about like, I think it was like underwear and periods and our bodies and like hair and like all these things in the middle of a train, like an Italian train. Sí. There was this man sitting across from us and we were like, he won't understand. He's Italian. Turns out he was, he was American. He was American. He was English. Whoops. And we were just talking about everything. And for the first time, my friend was like talking about how like Victoria's Secret underwear don't fit her because her pussy eats <laughs> It doesn't fit right. It doesn't fit right. Nothing is meant for. And girl, for the longest time, I thought it was something wrong with my body, and I was like, I'm not gonna tell anyone this because I'm ashamed that. So good, but a fat. <laughs> it's a little thick down there. It's a little thick. She's a little big, like me. <laughs> um, but for the first time, I was talking to my friends, and they were like, "No, it's not you. It's 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 the, the, underwear. It's the, it's the underwear. It's the underwear issue." And I, it was so validating, and you know, it's, it was, it was so powerful to have like female friends who were like, we're you, in this together, you know, know, like you're not alone. Oh, I love that. Porque sí, <laughs> nunca, nunca, esas cosas no me quedan. No, Mira, y yo de adelante ni atrás. Se resbala todo a mí. Se sale todo. <laughs> Amiga, like, I mean, I think that that conversation with my friends later on inspired the conversation we had. Remember when we went underwear shopping at Airy? We went underwear shopping, but those were good though. Yeah, those were cute. Airy is made for women. Airy, Airy, sponsor us, <laughs> please. Airy is made for real women, mm -hmm. like of all shapes and sizes. Kirby and woman. We went, we went underwear shopping for the first time ever. And it was so fun. It was fun. It was such a girl thing. Too. I loved it. Yeah. And we were like, we were, I then bonded with you guys where I was like, yo, normal underwear don't fit me. Like, hey, girl. We were me. like, oh, girl, me too. And yeah, like you're supposed to find things that are, you're comfortable in. Yeah. Verte como, no sé. No sé. No. Ahí atorado. <laughs> No, es que sí, no, no, it's not made for us. Y cuesta mi encargo se parece. No, like, I'd be getting like extra larges. I'm like, yeah, you know, girls got some curves. Because their sizing is up. No, ni esos. And then they shrink. It's like a one-time, one-wear. <laughs> no, because they do shrink. They shrink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bye. Pero sí, amiga. Pero sí. Mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> Puras fallas. No, but yeah, I think this is just a reminder to find the things that you're comfortable in. Yeah, that fit well, that work good. Because 
I feel like the world is not made for women. No. Así que, and lean on your, on, on your girlfriends. Like, yeah. lean on your girlfriends. Don't be afraid to initiate those conversations because we're all asking ourselves the same thing. See, we're all, I feel like we're all experiencing the same thing. It's just taboo to like speak on about it. So we are like quiet about it. Yeah. I think that's why like TikTok became so popular because yeah. like, I started realizing that people were talking things that I could relate to. And I was like, wait, I'm not the only one. Like, we all have the same thoughts. Yeah, we all live the same life. We all live the same life. Exactly. That's why I love TikTok. Mm -hmm. And then you you have all these people, like, telling you about your body and, like, how... I I honestly see... I learned a lot from TikTok. Yeah. (laughs) It sucks to say, but that's the truth. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, well, this is about periods. Or, like, acne is regular. Y todas esas cosas. See, because it, it's open and honest content. It's open and honest content, the content that you would have never gotten from a parent. Mm-hmm. Así que sí. Like, girl. Girl, it's hard. Acne. <laughs> acne. Body acne. Body acne. Wait, I think we always talk about, like, facial acne. Yeah. But we forget. <laughs> we forget to mention that acne happens in other places. Yeah. Mm. and i think honestly for the longest time i was very like self-conscious because i used to have a lot of like back name oh girl me too Ahorita ya casi no. Nada, se me quito. <laughs> no but like it went everywhere else from my back <laughs> <laughs> yeah bacteria traveled my bacteria traveled and i don't know what to do about it but it's so normal to have acne in places that aren't your face. Yeah, amiga, I I am struggling <laughs> with acne right now, like big time. I even bought like this Neutrogena acne body wash. It's not working. <laughs> Don't waste your money. It was only five bucks, but it's not working. No. Um, but girl, I've struggled with. I'm gonna say it. But me. But me. No, igual. Like I get pimples in my butt. <laughs> My cheeks. Oh, my cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and it sucks. <laughs> no, girl, because I've seen people, especially, like, <laughs> I mean, like, I'll be looking at, like, all these, like, people, like, models, and their skin looks so good. No, but it's beyond models, because on Instagram, I'm like, they could have used Photoshop. Yeah, they could use Photoshop. Girl. But, girl, we went out, we went out. On Halloween night, see, you know, everyone had their had their cute little Halloween fits, you know, showing lots of cheek. Um, my girl, dad and I were just in awe. <laughs> girl, I was like, do they not? Do they not have bunny? <laughs> they like, did. Their cheeks were so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I was checking them. No, because I was checking them out. Well, the thing is, I check out women more than men. In Me general. too, and they all look so pretty. But like, girl, I was like. How is her skin that clear? You're like the bum bum cream. <laughs> what's up? Like, what's up? What's the secret? See, I don't know. But I feel like that's so normal. But, like, <laughs> why do we have it? <laughs> I, mean, I know it's normal, but, like, what's this? No secret? one talks about it, first of all. And second of all, like, what's the secret to not have it? Is it exfoliation? Is it hydration? Because I've been doing both. <laughs> Right. Is it because we sit too much? Because I don't. <laughs> no, but I feel like no. Because everyone sits too much. Yeah, I don't know. But I was like, how do these girls not have butt knee? Or like, even back knee. Back knee? No, that baffles me. That baffles me because I was looking at it and I was like, no, y'all are perfect. <laughs> What's wrong? No, I have so much back knee. You know me too. That's why I don't wear like... No, I used to... I feel like my... I, I don't know. I don't know if I have scars like that, but like, it's it's a thing. It's pretty bad. It's bad. Así que, if you don't, we're if, gonna figure it out. We have no resolution for this, but if y'all do, please send us recommendations. Please, bum bum cream. Wait, though, there was also like some viral TikTok products. It was like booty butter. <laughs> <laughs> it was not called that. It was like, it was like those rainbow creams. You remember those jellies? 
No, it was like a cream. I don't know what it was. Was it booty butter? (laughs) Booty butter. But it was, it like claimed that it would get like your cheeks super small. (laughs) One of my favorite YouTubers like did an episode on it. I feel like, no, because I'm going to buy one more cream. (laughs) (laughs) No, girl, it's expensive. Is it? So if there's any like, let me get you a trial. Bum bum cream. Oh, old time. Yeah, girl, it's forty five dollars. Oh no, I rather. <laughs> oh look, unicorn fruit. It's these whipped body butter. It's a TikTok bundle. Oh, unicorn fruit whipped butter. Oh, it's twenty dollars. It's cheaper. Uh, nah, but twenty dollars. That apparently didn't work. No one's gonna look at my bum bum. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we know we have all winter to cure our <laughs> we're in hibernation oh we're in hibernation honey honey it was like not for 20 bucks okay. <laughs> you're gonna have to look at this acne <laughs> I mean, si quiere echarse taco de ojo. A ver, ¿para qué está mirando? Ay, no, amiga. Oof, no. Yeah. Anyways. Can we talk about... Did you ever have issues with body image? Oh, Oof. <laughs> Oof. Yes, I did. I actually had a really unhealthy relationship with my body i guess um middle school no it was after high school beginning of college oh and it was after my relationship was it because of your relationship or because of like you know i feel like boston has very no it was very much because of my relationship i think my 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 ex had this very like he was very driven in terms of fitness mm-hmm. and I became that way too, you know, mm-hmm. but it got to a point where I think I was doing it so unhealthily, like so unhealthy, like Oof. under eating big oh, time, no. like exerting myself so much and just like kind of becoming like a gym rat unhealthily. and unhealthily. And then I would, st- I had body dysmorphia where I would like look at myself in the mirror and be like, no, you're still not you know where you need to be your goals you know um and so yeah it was just really bad and then and then after i got out of the relationship i also got out of like the the fitness Mm. movement um and then i bounced back so badly like got the heaviest i've ever been did they make it known that like Así como, were they like, hey, you need to go to the gym or anything? Or was it just you imposing that on you? I think at the beginning, it was very much like, it was like, it became like a couple activity, like kind of like the the middle ground for us. Mm -hmm. Like, like, oh, we're both going to work on our fitness goals. And, you know, I think that's good and all. But then it became kind of this, like, it became, I don't know. It became, I think it became, I self-imposed it afterwards because uh, then it became kind of like my thing where I was like I need to go to the gym and if I don't go to the gym then I'm not like worthy and I can't I don't deserve a piece of chocolate or I don't deserve a treat or I don't oh, okay you know see, see, see. Um, so it was so unhealthy and then yeah and then I feel like fitness stopped even becoming a part of like our relationship but it was it was self-imposed at that point like it was just yeah like, it was just you that oh there was no turning back but yeah um but Body image is so hard. It's like, hard, especially with social media now. I yeah. feel like everyone just has... Like, it's so easy for you to have issues with it. Porque I feel like middle school me wanted to be so skinny, but that's because I was a body type back then. But I have, like, real issues. I got, like, real body image issues uh, during the pandemic. Mm. Um, porque I've always been, like, if not athletic, I've always been, like, in some way active i know i don't go to the gym like that but like you know i was always like going to soccer camps or like you know having activities that would make me move Mm -hmm. um so i've always been like in decent shape but not like super in shape you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and then i went from like college actually high school me was like a size girl like size two but that's because i was in all these activities you know like 
maybe size four, size two to size four. And then I went to college and you know, the freshman 15, mm. that really, really affected me. Um, and I was still a size five, five, six, super, you know, so I feel like size, still yeah. a good size. And then the pandemic hit and I've never had, I was like, oh yeah, gonna see. Like it's part of like, I was never that into like my image. So I was just like, oh yeah, you know, what happens happens. But then the pandemic hit, e I doubled in size. I went from a size five, four, five to a size eight, eight, nine, casi ya ahorita. And it just hit me. I was like, oh my gosh, like, porque during the pandemic, I had Zoom classes. I didn't do exercise and I was like so unmotivated. Que aún sigo así, pero like, I never, like, I, I'm not as like unconsciously active as I was before. Mm-hmm. So I was just like doubled in size and it's just so like, it's so hard for, for you like to not fit in your jeans anymore and like uh-huh. to have to buy new clothes and like bigger clothes and just like, I have really cute jeans that I used to wear and and it just hurts. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I need to quit. Well, the thing is that. that I think for me, it, <clears throat> got so scary when I saw myself gaining weight or like men on chip. <clears throat> Sorry. See, see, see. I got like wider, like my hips, my my shoulders, shoulders my, my, my my chest. Um and it took me so long to realize that we're growing. And it's normal. And it's normal. Like with age you Tenanchas. Like you can't expect to be a size two or like your high school size from freshman year yeah because you're a woman you're a woman and you're like your body's changing all the time and situations are changing and you went through a whole pandemic you know that's the thing girl i'm like dude literally it's okay it's a whole pandemic everyone was i'm sure everyone's going through this like i think it just hurt because i saw these people like taking advantage of the pandemic and like losing weight you know, I was just like, oh, I, I don't even have motivation to do that. Así que, por eso pasó eso, pero it's normal. It's like literally normal. I'm going, um, igual me nanche, pero it's part of being, it's part of growing up and part of becoming a woman. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's not talked about enough, primarily because people glorify um, children's bodies. Especially like within social media, men and revistas, you know, you we kind of like, you know, skinny, uh, not as curvy bodies. We idolize. And so you you think like, que anchándote las, you know, when your, your hips se anchan, se todo pasa, pero, so you think it's wrong, but it's not. It's like part of like being a woman. It literally is, yeah. Interesting. I never thought about that. I always just like, I, you know, obviously the skinny archetype see, see. is like what we see in value, but I never thought about children's bodies. People glorify children's bodies or the children autonomy of like being skinny and not having in hips and like a small chest, you know, and like that's pretty much the modeling industry. Um, and it's changing now. It's changing so much that people have gotten into like BBLs and like, oh, girl. Can we talk about that? Let's talk about it. Girl, I don't like the BBL culture. Especially, especially because I'm going to tie it back to it's tied to Latina culture. And it's tied to like Buchona, like... Or even like Black women. Black women. It, it, if Black women were already fetishized, it just got worse. And like, imagine like being a Latina or like black woman and having this body type be your own and like getting like Shit, yeah know. all your life for having for being built like that and then now people glorify it and then because it is it is usually like light-skinned women that do these type of procedures mm-hmm. they get the credit now and like they get the the you know the the i don't know the like the, the appreciation for their the appreciation body, for, their, for their bodies body. instead of you know what i'm gonna say this to the kardashians see one i dislike them oh same and i will say with my chest i i dislike anything I they have them. to do with it especially miss courtney oh girl girl i was gonna say miss kylie and miss 
Ooh, Kylie too. And, and Kim. Kim. Oh, no, all no, of them. No, honestly, all of them. All of them. I have a problem with them. Um, but, um, but yeah, like, here they are with, like, their super small, petite bodies, their tiny waist, and their big bum bum. <laughs> <laughs> their bum bum. <laughs> bum, bum. Um, and they're, like, glorified and like wow now everyone wants to look like them now everyone wants to look like them when one that's fake two literally physically impossible to get that on your own like setting out the wrong impression to like young women and women in general that you know like that's not attainable with just exercise or just like a diet pill Mm -hmm. and third like you said like discounting the the struggles that women of color have had with their bodies and like all the BS that gotten through the media for like being thicker. Yeah. And it's just insane. And I feel like there's this huge movement right now, and I think it's what ties with um the the Latina woman that like in order to be like beautiful and like hot and stuff, like you want, they, they all want, I think they all want to look like the Kardashians. They all want to have See. their little, like, lashes and their little nails and their little, like... Tiny waist, big bones. Tiny waist, like, inject their fillers. Like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, whatever, anyone can do whatever they want with their body. See, but of course. at the same time, like... What, like, what's the point? Or, like, why... I don't know. I don't know. Like I, I think it's just creating this, this culture of like fake, uh, this fake culture of like the what the human body should look like, and a lot of like I've seen that younger girls want to get like surgery and like no, it wasn't the whole point to embrace our natural beauty and to realize that all bodies are different, and now we just have this like stereotype that all all bodies look the same, and now everyone just wants to get like surgery and I don't know. It's just so counterproductive. Yeah. Like, I- I think we were heading into a self-love movement, which, I, of course, like, do whatever you want with your body. Creo que some, some people, like, that's what makes them happy, and I am all for it. But I also think that, um, like, we become, yeah, like you said, it's become such a thing that people feel kind of forced to, like, fit that body type now. Um, when in reality, it's not a real thing. And, like, it makes you kind of doubt what you look like how you feel it within your own body because you see all these women getting like these procedures and looking like so honestly they, some, some of them look really good and i'm not gonna lie and, like they look good and but it's it's still that thing of like uh it's so i don't know i have a lot of thoughts and i don't know how to word them but like i, I support anyone who does whatever surgery they want to to make them happy it but just, i feel like at the same time like we're back on square one where like we used to see all these models that were like super skinny and we all wanted to be super skinny right and like they were selling us diet pills and like all these things and like all these workouts and we all wanted to look like that and now and literally for some people it's physically unattainable like for us like my big thighs are never gonna i'm never gonna be a small thigh girl because my body's not like this yeah and so now we have this idea that all women have to be like curvy and like small waist but like one, not all women can be like that, and two, like not all women have the money to go get surgery. Mm-hmm. And so, like, what we're just Girl, creating another wave of like unattainable I, body types. I think, I think it's all yeah. We're just creating a wave of unattainable body types. E, it, it just circles all back to profits, mm-hmm. like just having. Like, in any way, you're going to profit off a woman's body. Like, back in the day, they used to sell pills and, like, all these for to make money. And ahora, like, pr- cosmetic procedures and, like, all this. And it just ties back to just, I feel like, profits and making people be self-conscious about their image. That's how, yeah. that's literally how you get anything across. That's how you sell anything. You make women feel self-conscious. And I think that's what bothers me, that it's all, like, we're never enough. We're never enough. And there's always a new trend and there's always something new. And like, I think the people, the, the people that are like in positions of power or the people that we see in the media are, are going through all these trends and like, and the A trickle is down to make everyone seem like, think that they're not good enough ever. They're yeah. never going to be good enough. And you're never going to have the money to be good enough. Exactly. And you're just, I don't know. It just creates 
yeah it's just a never-ending thing that's that's why like so much so much have you seen any of these commercials like makeup commercials they make you look uh, like they make you feel ugly because you don't have what what they have or like i think yeah. the first i was because i was in advertising <laughs> but the first commercial that ever embraced women's true bodies was dove yeah. and everyone was like throwing everything at things they were like ew like why would you show women's bodies like that and like maybe it would have it, it's probably performative in some way but like why why are we so against showing real women's bodies on everyday media in everyday media like stretch marks uh hair everything literally natural women's bodies even on social media we We try to be so perfect and like, let me like face to my acne. Let me face to my like stretch marks. It's normal. It's literally normal. Yeah. It makes no sense. I think it's all just all profit based. It is. And it just hurts. It hurts. And it, yeah, it, it makes me mad. But yeah, I don't know. I agree. I feel like the theme here is that we're always criticized, we're always stigmatized, we're always made to feel like we're never enough. Mm -hmm. But we are. We are, and we're way more than that. Like, I feel if the world was run by women, it would be such a better place. It really would. Also, girl, abortion, well, that's another topic, but like, oof, amiga. Let's not get there, because a woman's body is always going to be a little flip, like, Oh, you want to do this? Well, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. And we're just always going to be used. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let yourself get used. Own your power. Own your power. Embrace we your, are, your girl, beauty. we are powerful. Like, yeah. we are power. And it sucks that the world is not uh, for us, but us as women have so much power to, like, empower each other and, like, build communities and get stuff done. Yeah. So... I think it's true when they say that the future of the world is female. Yeah, the future is female. It's it's true. All right, Amiga. Well, I think that's a perfect place to stop. Yes. Um. Yeah, we talked a lot. It, it went like it went like a whole rant. But no, at the end of the day, like yeah, own your womanhood, own your woman power. Um, it's so important and it's needed. And mm-hmm. yeah, but also, thank you for listening. I thank hope you for you listening. Guys- enjoyed this talk uh a tmi girl talk uh let us know if you want more and what would you talk about next time yeah if you have any topics that are of your interest please send it our way and we'll like make sure to include it somewhere yeah no send it to us at dualidad pod on instagram um send us a dm or on our personal so we'll link everything in the description Mm -hmm. below and yeah thank you for listening i hope we See you next time. I hope you enjoyed this one and have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.